This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Every day we start the Colleen and Bradley show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and here's your three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're gonna be talking about three things. It is. It's the magic number. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, reboot or get the boot. Well, I don't know what you think, but I was not excited about this show coming back until I watched the trailer. Have a little listen to this, and then let's see what you think. Boys, you ready? The original show was fighting for tolerance. Our fight is for acceptance. Let's do this. I'm excited, like I don't know what to expect. I'd like the Fat Five to help me get out of my comfort zone. I think my dad is lonely. I want her to be excited about the new name. Remy is surviving, and I need him to start thriving. How long does it take for this to accumulate? Like, two and a half minutes. (laughs) Whoa, there's a lot going on in here. There's no way that that's acceptable anywhere other than, God, I don't even know where you'd wear that. (laughs) I want him to look at his diet and see the possibility of a different kind of life. I want to give him space that he could entertain a potential lady friend. It's okay to have confidence with yourself. Ooh, yes balance, yes symmetry. You got this. All right, so that is just a part yes. of the trailer. It's core, it's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And uh, Queer Eye is coming back to TV. I was really not excited about this because I will tell you as a homosexual mm-hmm. um uh it, is this on the docket for your next meeting yeah okay yes i uh, like watching a bunch of gay men go around and do stereotypically gay things was not perhaps my favorite thing in the world um but i appreciate that the show was not necessarily geared toward me but it was also momentous because it was like it was you know there were gay people on television at that time that was a big thing long story short so i was not necessarily particularly excited about this show coming back because i thought even now it seems tone deaf in the sense that like we've all moved on and i don't know why looking at you know stereotypical gay men on tv is is all that earth shattering or worth my time but then you watch the trailer, and the really cool thing about this trailer is they're really sort of uh, putting the show where the world is now. And so a lot of the stories that you're going to see are people who maybe you would think are not super comfortable around gay people or maybe haven't had a lot of experience. And 
you know, it shows how people can sort of come together and, you know, bridge, you know, misunderstanding or un, uh, or ignorance, frankly. Mm-hmm. So there really is this like positive sort of social message within what seems very campy, fluffy and, you know, um, superficially stereotypical show. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I agree with all of that. Plus, I will just say, I think that we have sort of tiptoed away from the makeover show a little bit and I miss it. Meaning we, you know, that show, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, uh, Trading Spaces, While You Were Out. Uh, By the extreme way, Trading Spaces coming back. Yep, exactly. Extreme Makeover, Home Edition. Like all of those shows kind of petered out around the same time. And I'm so, and I've missed them. And I'm so glad to see some of those makeover shows coming back. And the thing that I love about this one is it's a whole lifestyle makeover. It's not just somebody's outfit or their living room yeah, it's like all of those things in your mind and although i, just love that. I would I love say at some point in my life i would love to watch a show where the gay man like fixes a truck or like you know plays football not because i feel like you that uh, just because like it would be right. nice to see a gay man doing something on tv that doesn't involve rearranging your furniture right that's not so stereotypical yeah, yeah. i agree i get it i get it moving on to number two. Behind door number two. There we go. Let's see what we've got. So, uh, Justin Timberlake is talking about a lot of things lately. Probably because he dropped this new album and he's going to be at the Super Bowl oh, doing the I halftime know. show. He's rediscovering his brand. Well, he is talking about his last appearance at the Super Bowl and what exactly he says happened between him and Janet Jackson on the stage during Nipplegate. To be honest, it's like, it wasn't too much of a conversation. Just one of those things where you go like, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that again. <laughs> you know, like, I stumbled through it. You know, to be quite honest, like, I had my wires crossed, and it's just something that you, you have to look back on and go like, okay, well, you can't change what's happened, but, you know, you can, you can move forward and learn from it. Okay, uh, can I ask you a question? I was gonna say, what would, what do those words mean? I'll tell you what it meant. It meant he didn't have a straight answer and he was throwing spaghetti at a wall. Yeah, he's like, so here's the thing. I think something happened and now I don't know, but it's not going to happen. And I am moving on and it is a thing. Also, when a person says that their wires were crossed, My typically were that's crossed. not something that is a solo endeavor. Usually that involves other people in a miscommunication. Typically we're not crossing our own wire. Like he was having a, a communication gap with himself so i don't really know what he's trying to say but what he's trying to say is buy my record and please don't bring up the fact that i totally threw janet jackson under under the the bus bus. exactly and he's still kind of tiptoeing backward from it and again i want to hear from her i want to hear what she has to say about all that because he threw her under the bus and she took the fall for that and he's being rewarded with a halftime show and where's janet jackson She's in a happy place. She's gotten divorced. She's got her control of her life again. Let's let the girl perform. Wow. Sorry, moving on. (laughs) Okay, last on the list of the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today on the Colleen and Bradley show, the three at 1203. Well, Dylan Farrow, as we talked about a little bit yesterday, did have uh, an appearance today on uh, CBS 
She was interviewed by Gail King in her home in Connecticut uh, on Monday, and they aired that interview today. It's a two-parter, and she's talking about the molestation she suffered at the hands of her father, Woody Allen. I want to show my face and tell my story. I want to speak out, literally. Dylan Farrow is 32 and has been married for almost eight years. She's a mother of a 16-month-old girl, and she's still carrying the emotional scars she says she got at the hands of her father. I loved my father. I respected him. He was my hero. And that doesn't obviously take away from what he did, but it does make the betrayal and the hurt that much more intense. It's, um, again, like I said, it's a two-part interview. The first part of it really does focus on Dylan Farrow and what happened on that fateful day when she was seven years old, uh, when she reported to her mother and to her doctor that her father, Woody Allen, had molested her. She talks very specifically about where she was, what position she was in, and what exactly he did. Um, It is extremely painful to watch. It's difficult to watch. Gail King shows her an interview with Woody Allen where he denies it. She has a very strong emotional reaction. So that all happens in part one. In part two, they talk about the Time's Up movement and um, kind of why she she's adding her voice again now. But she's been maintaining these allegations. So I was going to say, what I love about this is this is a news story, although it is totally not news. Right. And all of this information has been out there and uh, for a long time. It just shows you the power of our lens, w- that the media can focus on certain things and deny others. I mean, you need no look no further than like headlines today. I could give you examples. I won't because I don't want to waste your time or get into other things. Um, but like the media can look at something very critically. Meanwhile, there's like a fire happening right next to it yeah. and it's not paying any attention whatsoever. And I feel like in this particular story, uh, I, I'm happy to see that Dylan is finally getting the um, <clears throat> the attention from the broader media because up until this point, the broader media was not willing to entertain her truth and now for some reason it is i mean not not for no reason but um but it has chosen to allow her this opportunity to actually be heard for the first time in years yeah so i'm happy for that it's mind-numbingly frustrating to um to hear people support woody allen based on the fact that he denies that he did anything wrong what's so frustrating about that is of course, Woody Allen is going to say he did nothing. That is standard operating procedure. A person who victimizes somebody and has everything to lose as a result of that would always defend themselves. And everybody's so busy focusing on Woody Allen. And here Dylan Farrow is over here, you know, 20 odd years later, still kind of suffering from the pain of an abuse that happened and wasn't acknowledged. And that is just so frustrating. But again, you know, we still have time to listen and we still have time to pay attention and we still have time to focus on the right things. And now. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing in a heap and helping of dirt with a dirt alert on my talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. I'm interviewing Carriago. You are? Yeah, I'm interviewing Matt Zuccarello. Oh my gosh. 
from The Good Wife and Gilmore Girls, Logan, um, about his new show called The Resident. Um, Ask if he has a sweet honey. Oh, my well, God. I'm gonna, well, I'm actually going to ask him if he would like to enter my marriage. What? <laughs> <laughs> enter my marriage? That's so sweet. That's so, so sweet. <laughs> Some brother husbands. <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has entered the studio with her own brand of dirt. Ha <laughs> yes. With a dirt alert. I've got a whole wheelbarrow full of it, and we're Yay. headed to the stable of fun. Okay, so here we go. We've got all sorts of dirt to get to. Let's start with the ridiculousness that is Chris Jenner. Now, I just want, I know that this is all relative, but... And I feel that every baby is a blessing and every baby is a gift. But Kim but. and Kanye have, but thank you, Bradley. Mm-hmm. Kim it's and Kanye butt. have baby number Literally. three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Colleen, you have three yep. children. Mm-hmm. You have had children many times. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel, I feel like by the end, you don't need $10,000 in new baby gear. No. Oh my gosh. The last baby. No, Absolutely baby not. If you're a billionaire, No. You don't need it at all. You don't need any of it. And if I'm being actually completely honest, I don't think that I actually had a total of $10,000 worth of baby gear to begin with. To begin with. No way. Honestly. Kris Jenner dropped over $10,000 on baby gear for the new baby. Uh, She went to this little baby boutique in West Hollywood called Petit Tresor and spent at least $10,000 on some pricey baby merchandise, including... um, a $3,000 silver cross pram for kids. So it's not even a pram that an adult pushes the baby in. It's a $3,000 stroller for North to push her baby sister Stop. in. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how the other half live, my friends. Can I also just throw Man. this out there? This is judgy. I don't care. Why are you spending that dollar figure on wearables for a child that young? Because oh, you can't. Because all they do is... Put things out of both ends. Well, I know, and they they can wear it for like five minutes, and yeah. then you're like, oh, that's ruined. Uh, yeah, but I just don't give get it, it. But they because they because money is Kleenex to these people. It's and, really sad, and they will probably just regift all the you know, like somebody will come over and they'll give them all the you know Versace, Gucci, I know, blah blah blah. But honestly, baby, baby with wear. the blowout I stains, to, I like no. hate to turn into this person who's like, you could be giving that money to a good cause, but I kind of want to say like. You could. Yeah. yeah. Like you could spend a thousand dollars on some nice little things and mm. then you could donate the other nine. Just like think of we've all got the things like, you could buy for uh, babies who are born to families that really need some I know, assistance. I know. And for $10,000. I know, Colleen. And it's so dangerous because you can do that with anything, right? right? You, you can tease that say, out well, a million Colleen, different ways. You spend $40 on this. You could have spent a dollar yeah. at the thrift store and donated the other 39. I mean, you can always do that. But in this case, it's just wowzers. so big. It's so big. It's a lot of money. I know. Okay, so here's an interesting story about Harvey Weinstein. Apparently he's friends. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to find out who, and I quote, did him in. Uh, This is uh, a new piece in Vanity Fair outlining how um, the hours before the New Yorker and the New York Times exposed his sexual misconduct, Harvey Weinstein was spending nonstop time searching for and deleting sensitive documents. He was scouring his ex-employees' online communications, and he was hunting for the person who leaked incriminating information to the press. Well, the person, Harvey. I mean, the person turned into the hundreds of people. Hello. Yeah. Uh, He created a bit of a war room, consulting um, legal advisors, crisis communication specialists, sometimes calling them out of the blue just to get their opinions, to try to figure out how he could... Solve this. He allegedly tried to destroy one sensitive document called HW Friends that listed the names of 63 women broken down by location. It's not clear whether he behaved inappropriately towards those on the list, but he wanted that particular document deleted. But Vanity Fair saying that they got a copy of it. When you both Bradley and I read that Vanity Fair piece and you get the image of like a frantic man who is unhinged and is grasping at any straw. Like Hitler at the end. I was going to say, that's that's literally what I wrote. It was like Hitler in the bunker in the last days where like, you know, the Nazis are furiously... Um, just burning you know, stuff, burning yeah. records and yeah. trying to make sure there's no evidence because they knew that. But what I also love about that is that he had, you know, a coterie of people around him yeah. uh, to help him, you know, deploy this, this maniacal, like that just gives you an indication of it's not just one cuckoo with a lot of money. Never. It's, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a system, powerful system of people that um, are there but to protect themselves. It's a psycho leader and his yeah. soldiers. Yeah. Right? You know what it also, like, and then here's the second image. Like, this is the next layer that I am thinking of, is I'm thinking about, you know, Suzanne in payroll, yeah. who's just going about her daily business of making sure everybody gets paid. And, and like, a, a, a crazy ranting Man with his hair on fire. Yes, definitely sweating. Like is marching around. And, you know, she's probably like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? Because you know what it's like when stuff is happening in the office. We all know when you're in an (laughs) office and something's happening above you and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I know. You know, and I'm thinking about Suzanne and payroll, who's now paying the price. Yeah. Literally for all of his transgressions. I know. It is ugh. really cool. Actress. Anyway, it's uh, a really good piece. You should read it. I will read the entire thing. Actress uh, Bridget Bardot speaking out against the Me Too movement. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. This is another example of just like a real generational difference. Mm-hmm. And she just should keep her mouth shut. Mm-hmm. She should talk about this 
in a coffee shop with her French friends eating baguettes and not about this publicly. She's saying many actresses flirt with producers to get a role. Then when they tell the story afterward, they say they have been harassed. This is according to The Guardian. In actual fact, rather than benefit them, it only harms them. She says the vast majority are being hypocritical and ridiculous. She's 83 years old. Uh, She said that she thought it was nice to be told that she was beautiful or that she had a pretty little ass. So... Here's I what I would, would like, that, because but... there have been a number of these uh, cases, and I think there's people that we both know well who yeah. also hold different opinions about things like this, that I do wish we would then, instead of just saying, keep your mouth shut, old lady, say, okay, can we talk about why you think that Yeah, and where you're coming from? Because I would imagine, and I think we tend to do this with older folks in our society, we just kind of write them off because they're, you know... Times have changed. They're antiques. Yeah. And, you know, uh, vestiges of a former way of doing things. Yeah. But it would be, I think it would be helpful at least to be understanding in well, the I sense think... of like, why, like, why do you feel that way? And can you understand why, you know, the, the prevailing wisdom at this point is different? I get that. I think that in this climate, if she feels that way, she should just speak about it to her close friends. She shouldn't talk about it to the guardian, number one. But then I also think, number two, she... um we when these headlines come out, it is a challenge because it's automatically that they're demonized. People yeah. who say stuff like this because there is there is a lack of context, right, in these types of statements. And her experience right. is very because Angela Lansbury ran into this, right? And Brigitte Bardot, right. and I don't, it, I don't think Catherine it's that. Catherine Denouvet. Yep, I I don't think that. Um, we apologized. I think when you just go with a headline and go ugh and move on, it's sort of just you know, lumps all these people together and mm-hmm. acts like their opinions don't matter. Yeah, well, her opinion matters, but it is also like when you say things like that, it brings us back to a place that we don't want to yeah. be no, in. I totally but I think agree. it also illustrates how how that kind of uh, behavior can change a mindset of yeah. a person. Yeah, that's true. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Catch your next Dirt Alert at 520. You can see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock. Now, when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. We've got 30 seconds, five questions. You could win a prize. 651-641-1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Entertainment. We are giving you 30 seconds to answer five questions. If you get them all right, you could win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. You get them all right, you do. That's true. Yeah. I forgot where I was. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We call it our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We've got Hannah on the line. And what is Hannah playing for? A four pack of tickets to see Paddington 2. Oh, lucky Hannah. You ready? I am. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Okay. Winnie the Pooh loves to eat what sweet food? Honey. The character Lassie is what kind of animal? A uh, dog. Mary Jane Watson is a love interest of which superhero? Oh my gosh. Um, is it Super or Spider Man? Yep. The Beatles were from what city? Oh my god, London? Nope. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Somewhere in the UK. Yep. Oh gosh, 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 gosh. Wanna pass? Yes. Who was the original host of The Daily Show? Mm. Oh, Hannah! Oh, Hannah. I ate myself. 
It's no, okay. It's not. You you did a wonderful, valiant job. You can do that every day at twelve thirty. You can join us again. Thank you for playing today, Hannah. Uh, we do do that every day at twelve thirty. We, we do do that. Okay, let's get those answers out of the way. The Beatles were from what city? Liverpool. Liverpool. They're Liverpudlians. Mm-hmm. And who is the original host of The Daily Show? Craig Kilborn. That would have been a hard one to remember. I think so, too, because I think, yeah, I think everybody Most would probably would go to... John Stewart. Exactly. Okay. All right. Again, we play that every day at 1230, 30-second pop culture challenge. Next up, we love to solve mysteries here on The Colleen and Bradley Show, and we like to do it every day at this time We're... in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us, and we answer them. We call them Blinded by the Item. Oh, yeah, I've got a blind item for you. Here's who's it's concerning. Is that grammatically nice. correct? Nope, but Here's we're, who's I don't know. <laughs> I like words. We have to think of an A-list singer. Okay. okay. An A-list, A-list singer. singer. Mariah Carey. No. Okay. I can already tell you that. Letter, letter give us the details. <laughs> here it is from Crazy. If I had been right, you would have been like, whoa. Yeah, that's Well, true. all right, here is the blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. The assets might be real on this A-list singer, mm. but Sorry. they have been lifted and moved and injected multiple times. So is that really real? Jennifer Lopez. <gasps> no. It's not Mariah Carey. It's not Jennifer Lopez. It can't be like Madonna. Who else is known for their booty? Um, for their Oh, it's the booty? Well, that's kind of what I was guessing. The assets buns might be boobs. real on this A-list singer. Are we talking buns or boobs? We're talking everything. Oh, oh okay. A little now, lift here, a tuck there, can you... an injection there. Oh. Hmm. Demi Lovato? How old? 30s. Lady Gaga? A-list singer with... Does this A-list singer boast about her real assets? She has, yes. Okay. Uh, um... Wow. This is hard. Can you give us another hint? Uh, Britney Spears? No, no she's got nothing you're missing to lift. an obvious A-list singer. Is it a, is it a man or a it's woman? It's a woman. Okay. Katy Perry? Oh! Let's fill in the blank really? on this blind yes. item. Again, this is not confirmed. However, this is only speculation. The assets might be real on Katy Perry, but they've lif- been lifted and moved and injected multiple times. So is that really real? Now, the word assets comes into mind because on January 17th, that would have been yesterday, mm-hmm. here's the headline Ooh. from Capital FM, a big pop station in London, England, quote, all my assets are real. Katy Perry uh-huh. denies surgery, but admits having fillers. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Will you read the description again about the assets? The assets might be real on Katy Perry, but they have been lifted and moved and injected Can multiple I ask you, times. What is moved? Well, okay. So my the way I took that immediately was you can. It is possible to have fat removed from one area. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, uh, did she put her in boobs another. in different places? I mean, that would be hilarious. I would like I to see that Picasso. Back. Now that would be a career move. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What a comeback! A that human would be. Picasso. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's do another. Or let's do another one. Yeah, let's do another one. Okay. Here we go. All right. In this next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, we have to think about a permanent A-lister. A permanent A-lister. 
Here we go. A newly announced show on this almost television service is having some big guests. One of those guests is a permanent A-lister and has a major announcement. An announcement that is so big that it is amazing it's been kept secret for so long. I mean, they're good at keeping a secret. Sounds a little vague right now, but it will be very obvious when it is revealed. Okay, first of all, is this a confirmed blind item? This is not a confirmed blind item, so we are speculating based on the comments section. Is the almost TV service Netflix? Is it David Letterman's show? Okay. Okay, so, okay, who are the guests uh, that are... Go back, it's a permanent A-lister. Can Uh you give us any hint on uh, permanent A-list? Permanent... Like movie, TV, music, politician? Uh, you know, in the world of movies and also the world of television. Okay, in the world of movies and also... Got the, their start on television. George Dren Clooney. Clooney. Uh, oh. Okay, this is... it's Okay, wait, hold on. So, one of those guests is a permanent A-lister and has a major... Facts of an, Life reunion! How great would that uh, be? Oh my God, I would die. Uh, okay. Would you? An announcement that is so big that it is amazing. It has been kept secret for so long. He's gay. I mean, they are good at keeping a secret. Sounds a little vague right now, but they, but it will be very obvious when it is, is revealed. He's becoming a woman. Oh, God. I don't know. What could... George, oh, oh, oh. What? Is he running for office? <sighs> what? Do we know what office? I feel... President, or actually, you know what? I would say with George Clooney, he's running for governor of California, or which wouldn't make sense. Uh, but I don't feel like maybe he's running for president. But Holly, tell us the story. Re- reread the blind item. All right, I'm going to reread the blind item for you, filling in the blanks. So, David Letterman's Netflix show is having some big guests, and one of those guests is George Clooney, and he has a major announcement. An announcement that is so big that it is amazing it has been kept secret for so long. I mean, they are good at keeping a secret. Sounds a little vague right now, but it will be all very obvious when it was revealed. Now, I am saying this, that this is the consensus on the comment section on crazydaysandnights.net. However, it is a slim consensus because other guests that are going to be on the show, Jay-Z, some people were speculating that he might be running for public office of some kind. So basically, it's about people making a political announcement on David Letterman's Netflix show. Okay, can uh, can I just say here are again the Netflix show hosted by David Letterman. It's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. He uh, these this is the list of guests that I'm looking at: President, former President Barack Obama, uh, George Clooney, Jay Z, Tina Fey, Howard Stern, and Malala Yousafzai. Mm-hmm. You, I can't use of is that how I say Yusuf Zai? Yusuf Zai, that's what it is. Um, t- could Tina Fey be uh, like? I feel like there's other people there that would have some big bombs to True. drop. The only other speculation I saw that got a couple of comments was that Howard Stern was retiring. Oh, interesting. Well, that so, would be big. That would be big. The however, part that, the part about the blind item that makes me keep going back to George Clooney is the fact that. It says in that blind item, uh, an announcement so big, it's amazing, it's been kept a secret so long. I mean, they are good at keeping a secret, which George Clooney is notoriously good at keeping secrets and having a private life. But Jay-Z is too. 
That's true. Mm-hmm. So, and why why is it that we think that this is a a a revelation about running for a an office? Uh, because I think that he, George Clooney has been asked okay. in the past before about his political yeah. career. Also, his there's, dad there's ran certainly for been, Congress. There's certainly been buzz around that. I would not be surprised though if he doesn't run for a lower office and not president. I just yeah. feel like he is far like he's actually practical in in a way that, you know, maybe Oprah is not. Sure. By the way, here's something that I learned about Oprah just the other day, you know, we everybody was in a tizzy because Oprah was uh or the the internet was speculating that she was just moments away from running for president. And we kind of had a field day talking about it. But um, I was listening to people discuss this issue and they said, you know, it is not uncommon for celebrities of a certain stature to have a political person, um, like a sort of political point person on their payroll or in their uh, entourage sure, that makes to sense. sort of mm-hmm. give them political advice, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. And Oprah has no such person in her life. And they were speculating that this is really this just indicates that, you know, she's not taking anything seriously. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Seriously, at this point, she doesn't have somebody there to help her form, you know, solid political opinions. Now, if we looked at George Clooney, however, I would not be surprised if he had a handful. Right. And, you know, including but not limited to the former president of the United States. Not that Oprah wouldn't have somebody like that, too. But they were just saying that of the people around Oprah, there is not a sort of person um, who's been given that role. Sure. And I will say that George Clooney is the next guest on David Letterman's Netflix show. So we'll have to tune in and see if there's any big news. When did they reveal? When did they release that? Uh, well, the first one came out last Friday, okay, so, so I don't be... know if it's on a weekly schedule or okay. not. Okay. In either case, if it is George Clooney and he's going to drop a big bomb, we'll find out soon. Yeah. So fun there. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for those. Those are really good ones. That was kind of fun. Uh, now, next up. Now, most of you know Bradley is a, a dog, daddy, a doggy daddy. That sounded weird. I don't know. I'm a dog He's a daddy. dog owner. I'm a dog slash daddy. And I am a mother. And uh, we had a little off I'm air- a pet owner. Colleen is a parent. Yes. And we had a little conversation off the air about mm, expenses. And we decided to make it into a little game show for you about who pays more. Stay tuned. We're going to play a little game show after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. For as long as we can remember here at My Talk, Lori and Julia have spent every Screen Actors Guild Awards on the red carpet. Who's that guy right there? We know him. What's he in? Oh, one of those TV shows. Damn it, here we go again. (laughs) With fancy gowns, a digital recorder, and media credentials. Eddie Romini! Red Mane. Oh, Jen Paul! Aaron Paul! Aaron John! John Aaron! Janet January! January Jones! January Jones! We're from Minnesota! But this year, for some reason, the SAG said no, and we really have no idea why. Did you see that red beard? Yes, it's like hello it's pubic face. Slumdog! What we do have is a plan, or at least Lori and Julia do, to crash the SAG Awards. 
So this Sunday, when you're watching the Screen Actors Guild Awards, try to picture your gals lingering behind potted plants, sneaking behind velvet ropes, and sweet-talking bouncers at private after-parties. Then on Monday afternoon, tune in to hear all the juicy details, if not in-depth interviews. I'm glad that What's-His-Name sucked up to What's-His-Name when you guys won the Globe. Yeah, yeah, right? Lori and Julia crash the sags. Listen Monday at 3 on My Talk 1071. Neil! Neil! Who's Neil? The radio home of, oh, I'd see that. I loved the book. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Who spends more on their little ones, the pet owner or the parent? That's the question that Holly's going to ask us on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, the parent, Bradley Trainer, the pet owner, and Holly is our game show host. Oh, that's right. That's- Guess what? Colleen is a parent, Bradley is a pet owner, and we're asking who paid more. That's right. This is a wonderful game show where we ask who paid more for things that you do on an everyday basis. People don't realize how expensive things are. That's right, man. Things are expensive. Life is expensive. And we're going to look at the receipts. Show me the receipts. That could be another name for this game show. More. All right. So first, I'm going to go to Colleen, who is a parent of three human beings. Colleen. I want to ask you. How much did you spend the last time you went to the groomer? The groomer? Yes. Okay. Like being, so for, for your child, being hu- maybe the hair salon, supercuts. In, 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 humor, in human world, we do Fanta- call it like a barber. Yeah. Fantastic or, Sam. Yep. Something like that. Okay. So uh, three kids, three heads of hair, three haircuts, plus tip, set me back a cool $60. $60 for Colleen Lindstrom. So what is it per kid? Because I got one dog. So do one kid. I just asked... For the whole visit. Oh. Meaning, I mean, I was just answering the question. Yeah. That's she my, has three kids, but you have one dog, Bradley. That is correct. Well, that's, that's not going to work then. Why not? Because, I mean, you're not going to get an apples to apples comparison. Mm, I think so, Bradley. Bradley, why don't you answer the question? Okay. How much did you spend the last time you went to the groomer? $110. $110 for Bradley Trainer. Yeah. For his one... Yeah. Dog. How often do you have to go to the groomer? Once a month. Holy buckets. Yeah. Holy buckets. That is right. Oh Bradley Trainer. Now, lest you penny. think that I'm fancy, by the way, because I can hear people going, uh, what kind of fancy dog grooming experience do you get? You go to the budget groomer? No, we go to oh. Petco. Oh. Uh, we have a great uh, groomer at Petco, which I can't highly or recommend highly enough over at Richfield Petco. And we love, love, love it. We've gone to all the shishi ones, which are more than that. What I just gave you, by the way, that includes everything plus tip. Mm-hmm. I included both the cost and the tip. Okay. Well, all right. Fantastic. Let's move on and ask who paid more? Colleen Bradley, I'm going to ask you how much did you spend the last time you went to the vet? So, your last vet bill, Colleen, you have human children. So, how much did we you just spend call it the doctor at our house? The last time that you went to the doctor. Well, uh, because we have health insurance, I paid zero dollars. Zero dollars for Colleen Lindstrom Thank and her you. visit to the doctor. You paid zero? Don't you have like a deductible? 
Well, when we have well child checks, it's zero dollars. That's included in the meal. All right. So nothing. I paid nothing for that. Colleen Lindstrom paid nothing to have her children visit the doctor, Bradley Trainer. Paying nothing? Yeah, because I have insurance. Yeah, like when you you get your yearly wellness check, it's usually part of the part of the deal. It's part of the deal. It's on the menu. All All right, right. Bradley Trainer, I'm going to ask you, how much did you spend the last time you went to the vet? Well, Bob, um, we have insurance too. Believe it or not, Ah. pet insurance. Mm -hmm. So we paid for our last visit one hundred and twenty-four dollars. One hundred and twenty-four dollars. That's with insurance. With insurance, yeah. a little wheezy going to the vet now. Is she okay, Bradley? Can I just tell you, I don't know what they do with kids, but every time you go to the damn vet, which we love our vet, by the way, um, they're always like, "Yeah, and we'd just like to take a look at this while you're mm-hmm. here," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, okay, well, how much is that going to cost?" And they're like, "Well, I know, but you know, it's really important now for the dog." And you're like, "Okay, so if I say no, I'm going to be a bad." Do they do that with your kids? Like, do they tell you, like, oh, you really should get the X, Y, and Z thing because, you know, just in case they eat poop, they might get some sort of disease. Um, never, ever has the doctor said to me, you better make sure they get the extra, you know, because they might eat poop. They never. do that for dogs. Uh, good. Because uh, dogs, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, dogs eat poop. All right. Yeah. Now, Colleen and Bradley, can you tell me how much you have spent in total so far before we move on to the last yes. round of who paid more? Colleen, how much money have you spent on your children so far? I am at presently $60. $60 for the kids. Bradley, how much are you spending on your dog? $234, Bob. All right. Let's move on to Oof. the final round. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Is this a lightning round? I just I always like when there's a lightning round. Okay, we can ask can you lightning round. Yeah, bet it all on who paid more <laughs> on the last daycare visit. Colleen Lindstrom, how much did you pay on your last daycare visit well, for your three kids? I have school-aged children, so uh, I would call it ba- a babysitter. So the last time we had a babysitter, I forked over $160. $160 for the human babysitter. All right, Bradley <laughs> Trainer, can you tell me how much you spent last time you sent little Louise to the doggy daycare? Um, uh, Yeah, no, we didn't spend that much money. We spent $30, and that's for a whole day. $30 for yeah. a whole day of doggy daycare. Now, if you daycare. have two dogs, it goes up a little bit, but it's not like twice. How many hours did you get for that babysitting job, Colleen? I am thinking that was, hold on, let me do math. Hold on, hold on. Well, there was like a little extra in there, so I think it was like five or six hours, maybe? Five or six hours of babysitting. All right, now the moment of truth is finally here. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. we are going to finally decide who paid more. Colleen, what is your <laughs> final tally? <laughs> Bradley Trainer. Thanks, Bob. My number would be $264. Bradley Trainer, you paid more! You know what I was thinking? Wait, who's the winner now? Yeah, well, oh no, that's a really I'm good question. I'm the loser because yeah. <laughs> I have one 12-pound dog. Oh my But you know, word. here's the thing I was thinking, and maybe we should do this next time, and we should do who do you think paid more mm. and have you and I guess or the listener because um, I would not have guessed that I paid, or how should I say this? I was surprised by what? We got to go. Oh. I was surprised. Isn't playing us out. We'll we'll move on. Yeah. When we come back, we are going to convene the Bad Moms Club. 651-641-1071. What has made you a bad mom today? 
We'll talk about it. We'll air our grievances. We'll unburden ourselves after this. My Talk 1071. Everything. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These guys are 11. Entertainment.